It was terrible. Had web a lot. It's going let, to let you get it out of your system. I can... S- shit. Hi, shit. <sighs> I'm dad. <laughs> it's another episode of Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. With your hosts, Joy Moeller, Paul Armstrong, and Jeremy Fuchsa. It's so stupid. It's not even funny. I don't know what laughing What's going on, gents? Uh, what's going on? You know, to- topics, existential questions. Those are going on. They're going to. Yeah, I can't. You can't just dive right into that, can you? How about we I dive know, into the? You? Let's dive into the fact that I've been dosing myself for wheat with wheat since being diagnosed with celiac. Yeah, actually, what? Yeah, what? what's up? Yeah, I saw something about that. What happened? So I take uh, melatonin before bed to help me sleep, and it is what they call sublingual, which means it's chewable. Oh, I thought it spoke one language. <laughs> <laughs> no, it okay. speaks uh, barely a language. It's underwater. Um, uh, and it had wheat in it. It had wheat in it. Uh-huh. And I never bothered to look until I've been, for the last three weeks or so, I've been having a lot of issues, and I've been feeling extremely tired. And I think I'm anemic again. And I'm like, what the shit is happening? So I swore. I'm like, oh, it's probably cancer. I'm dying. Because um, all was- sorts of shit was happening. And I'm like, I don't know why. I'm not having any wheat. This can't be happening. And I was just kind of desperately looking around and looking at stuff. And I looked at the melatonin. And I'm like, what it? Maybe. And I looked. Wheat. Wheat. Really? And that small amount? For over a year, yeah. Up- Oh, I didn't. I thought we were looking at like a week or something. No, ever. I mean, I take it all the time, and I had never. I didn't stop Five taking it after. I didn't stop taking it after the diagnosis, and uh, yeah, so cool. Dang. Yeah, so surely they have wheat free. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, let, hopefully, they've they got gluten free ones, and that makes yeah, that easy. They do. They do. Just, so, it's just so annoying that I'm like, seriously, come on. What the? Why the hell do you have to have wheat? Yeah, there's really no reason to put wheat in it. What what does the anemic have to do with it? So, in, anemia is a side effect of undiagnosed celiacs. Why? Because celiacs will draw the iron from your blood. Oh shit! It's very bad. <laughs> there's a lot Where of really did, bad things about it. Everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" Where's the uh, and that what, gets and that gets into your gut, into my basically my intestines. And then it starts to create cysts and polyps in my digestive tract. And then that expels itself in oh. a very bloody, disgusting mess. And that had been happening for two or three weeks. And I thought for sure I had colon cancer. But it's because I had been having wheat and it just, my body just doesn't like it and rejects it. And like, it's just, so yeah, whole, okay. whole ordeal. So that was happening. You thought you were dying of colon cancer. Did you mm-hmm. ever call your doctor? Uh, I did. It was a call. They're like, well, you know, this can happen. It might be polyps. You had them before. I may have to take them out. It's not, a, it's not a huge deal. Just maybe take iron again and let us know if it persists. And I'm like, thanks. Really, so really you helpful. lose a lot of blood, too? I can. If Again, if they said like, it shouldn't be happening if you're not having wheat or you're having wheat. I'm like, not that I know of. Like, well, really be sure. I'm like, I'm being as sure as I can. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Wow. But I wasn't. I clearly wasn't sure. I was taking. I, I was getting wheat. It doesn't matter the amount. It's your body sees it as my body sees it as an invasion, an invader. So it does all sorts of weird things. Hmm. The disease. I didn't realize it could get that uh, that yeah. intense. With yeah, that it's small called a disease amount. for a reason. It's pretty bad. 
Yeah. Okay, thanks, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of people think of it as like people who are gluten allergic. Like a it has diet nothing to do thing. with allergies at all. Right. Like I'll eat it and I won't feel anything. I won't feel bad. Right, but it's all like cancer, which I think yes. is also a disease. Yes, it just it builds is. up and Correct. Yeah. And untreated uh, it can kill you. So So have you is that something you have all your life or you yep. can develop it? You can get I got it late. You can get it. it but have you always, been carrying it all your life? They have no idea. They said it, you can get it at any age. Is it I almost said diabetic. Is it hereditary? Uh, it can be. Yeah. So our kid, we've we've made sure our kids are like, how are you feeling? Like, are you feeling okay? But it may not hit them till later, like it did me. Right. Whew. Fun times. Well, it's a great to go through that during you know quarantine and millions of people, not millions, thousands of people dying a day. Just being like, hey, I'll be a part of them. Oh, and then on top of that, my dad had a with he thought he had a heart attack. Oh my gosh! Over the weekend, he was he? having no. Uh, he thought he was having an angina episode because he couldn't breathe and he was out of like he was tired and fatigued and out of breath. So he checked himself in the hospital over the weekend, and they did a echocardiogram, they did a endoscopy, and all that. And his heart is fine. He was also anemic. Funny enough, we talked about that. He had no iron. It's because he had a leaky valve. And he said that apparently that's not a terribly hard thing to fix. He just said, yeah, yeah, they go. It's not a major surgery or anything. They said they go, he said they go through the groin. I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah, it does just, not sound yeah, pleasant. It's just a tiny anyway. puncture. I've had a, Why I've had a groin. Yeah, you've had, yeah. you've had yeah, stuff it's like just this, a, right? You know, I mean, it's not fun. No, Why but it's, but it's, groin? because that's where your femoral artery is. Huh. And that's a nice big fat artery. So they can easily get all of the endoscopic ah, tools. Up. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know what a leaky valve. Oh, wow. A leaky valve sounds bad. Like, wouldn't uh, that mean blood's getting all over the place? Or is it no, an just no, leak? no, 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 no. It's not. It, it's an internal leak. So as the heart is, the heart is, the valves are closing. They're not closing. So it's not getting like you're not getting a full pump, right? Ah, uh, and that so, would be why he would be yeah low in iron and oxygen exactly yeah because uh, yeah I mean oh yeah a low pump would totally mess up your oxygen yeah he was saying and they said like you're a great health other than that so uh, that was cool to hear at least that was a good side like yeah my dad's not gonna die <laughs> just you know jeremy and i have our parent stories to mm-hmm, through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. they're they're like on the same track it feels like <laughs> a little bit yeah so i mean because this week my dad called and he's like you know what i think it's time for me to look into moving into assisted living oh. um which, uh, you know, his he had a fall last mm-hmm. week in the bathroom, and it was no big deal. Like, he fell down, he got up, he was whatever. He was a little bit sore for a day, day and a half. But he was like, that was kind of a wake-up call for me, because if that was no big deal, what happens when it is? And so, um, so yeah, so he he was just like, you know, I talked to your sister. Um He's like, you know, the problem is, is I think I'm going to move to Mississippi, and is that a problem? I'm like... Oh, the weather is warmer there. Um, is that where your sister is, is lives? That's where my sister is. Yeah, uh, that's where my sister is. You know, and it's like my sister's a nurse. The weather is warmer. We never see that side of the family anyway, so it gives us an excuse to go down because they they just never have vacation time. Um, so so yes, yeah, so, uh, go for it. So yeah, so we're starting to look into what that what's that's going to take. And um, I mean, yeah, it it sucks, but. Man, I'm 
I'm so glad that he's not so damn proud that he couldn't. Uh, right. I was just going to say the fact that he said it and you didn't yeah. have to. Yeah. That's got to be nice. Yeah. Which I mean, because that hadn't crossed my that, mind yet. Because we had to move my mom into a place that had levels of assistance. Because we were worried that she was going to get way worse than she did. But like she went midgley, midgley, that's a word. Originally was in a, uh, just an apartment. And they also had little houses, like they have houses, condos, apartments, and then it's full, like basically a nice hospital room at this one place, which she graduated through quickly, but kind of glad it was that. So it wasn't every time they right. needed better since we had to go find another place. Yeah, I think as of this evening, um, because he because he is independent enough, can drive, yeah. can do all the things, I think at this point, cost-wise... Um, probably just going to get him a re- not even not even like an assisted living apartment. Just going to get him a regular old apartment, and you know, and then and then see if there's like a home health nurse that can come in once in a while. Um, and then you know, if things get a little more difficult, then we can we can visit that. But yeah, I mean, he's just, he's at a level of independence right now that that'd be a lot of extra money to spend on to spend on uh, assisted living that he technically doesn't need at this point so yeah well, that's good then you get him to the the area the state yeah i mean that's what i think i mean if you know at least if we can get him into the area then it's not like it's this crazy life upturning move to do all that right um, you know, at a time we, when he, we will have already done all of that so while he's healthy mm-hmm. really yeah. yeah that's much better mm. to not have be in a rush for all that yeah yeah Oh. What's your sister think? Oh, she, I mean, she's, she's good with it. Um, yeah, she thinks it's a good idea as well. And, you know, we, yesterday I, I set up a, a Google doc and we're just kind of throwing info in as we find it and just trying to plan. So the having a Google docs really kind of become like a thing you're, you're supposed to take note of. I've noticed a thing you're like supposed it, to take note of. Yeah. Like, you know someone means business if they're like, we have a Google Doc going. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple clients mm-hmm. that like said it three times in a meeting. Well, we have a Google Doc going. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about your Google Doc, but it meant that they were serious about what they were doing. Oh, there's, there's a certain level of commitment to hit new well, Google Doc. You are sharing information if you've got a Google Doc going. It's a big deal. Depends. Who are you it sharing does it not- to? <laughs> It's a big deal regardless. Well, I well, did not sure know like that I was such a damn big deal. Well, your situation is a big deal. Making Google Docs for years. It's the situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like, I almost went at some one point to go, I get it. You have a Google Doc. The fuck is on it? Why is it so special? Nothing. It has a title. They haven't typed anything in it. Well, sure. But you have it. It's there. That's what it's about. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. it is a... It is a Blanket of cold comfort right. in those in those nights when you're like I oh shit my life is a mess yeah I've got a Google Doc I've got a Google Doc <laughs> well it's fine it's just fine. look at it right. I've got a Google Doc if I ever need something to do I can just add to the Google Doc yes yeah it's a big deal you're a big deal well that sounds like it's good news yeah I think so I I, I do think so I found out well I think I found this out actually a couple months ago but it's Real legit right now. Did you say your sound died? I can hear you. I can hear you. Now he left. <laughs> My sound just. Paul died. pulled a joy. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go now.
Oh, my parents are moving here. What? Yeah. Now that my grandma has passed, that was the last thing keeping them there. Really? Yep. And so they're, so they're, th- wow, huh? Yeah. Like they're going to put their house on the market in the spring, I think. Dang. Hmm. Yeah. So it could be good or it could be awful. Um, I think it'll be good. <laughs> I mean, speaking as somebody who had in-laws that, you know, sold their house in super North Iowa and moved here a few years ago. Yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, it's not, um, you know, I mean, family dynamics and everything notwithstanding, but, uh, you know, my, you know, Robin's parents, you know, they, they never drop in unannounced. Um, you know, now if, now if they say they're going to come over, they will be here 15 minutes earlier than they say, but you can plan for that. Right. So, you know, it's, um, I'm actually kind of, excited i think it'll be nice no, I think it's it'll good. be good to have them yeah. closer and my daughter's like aurora's like thrilled so yeah because she and my mom get along real well good so yeah big deal for them they've lived yeah. in norfolk for how old am i for like 50 years practically Dang. maybe 40 maybe 47 that's not how old i am but maybe 47 well you know they had to they had to sit around and enjoy life without you for a while Oh God, yes, they'll do that here too. <laughs> well, they'll they'll certainly enjoy life without you here. Yeah. Well, you know, if if I I don't know what part of the city that they want to that they want to live in, but if they uh, entertain the Northland, the the neighborhood that my in laws live in is fantastic, and it's all old retired people. Well, that is nice, and but a, and it's a maintenance included neighborhood. My brother and I selfishly want them over here. Of course, you do because you're dicks. <laughs> you want my parents to come and live by you? Yeah, they can Jeremy come. Like they can, old people. Yeah, come on. They can live five minutes from me, and that's that's awesome. <laughs> he's looking to get written into dead. a will is what he's looking for. <laughs> Which is a oh. thing. I am pretty sure that has got to be a thing, right? People trying to cozy up the old people. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's got to be like a, like a variation of the Wedding Crashers movie. That, oh, that would be so yeah. fucking dark. <laughs> and gross. Very gross. We don't need to give people ideas. that shit happens all the time. It, oh, I know it happens all the time. We just have not had a rom com about it yet. <laughs> it's time. What is a is it a like a, a rom com where they fall in love with the person they're trying to get the money from, like a like a Bernie situation? Or is that a movie? No one. I don't know. But, I, but see now, now I'm really, really, um, I'm really super excited or not excited i am super interested about what in the world like there's got to be a name for it you know like there's an urban dictionary term yeah it's kind of like somebody, jerry yeah something in a yeah. not gerrymander um although you know the other woman's kind of like that have you seen that movie no that's such a great movie where well uh, bernie's about that too it's a true story of a it's jack black but he's marries this much older woman who's really wealthy and they all believe that and then she ends up That's dead really soon and they think anyway it does um, is that what Har- harold and maude is about uh, you know harold yeah oh. kind of i've never seen it uh what I is mean, harold and maude i mean well harold what, and maude harold that. and maude is is the, is the 70s movie where the where, no it's actually not about that it's it's where this young guy falls in love with an old lady yeah, but he's yeah, not I've trying that, to. Yeah. He's not trying to scam into somebody's will. No, he like 
But yeah, that is kind of, I forgot. He's like 12. <laughs> well, I mean, he's in high school. Yeah. Oh. It's a 1971 film. I can't. Is it? I know I've seen it. Oh, I know. It's it's Bud Court and uh, you know, um, Ruth Bud Gordon. Court. <laughs> Sorry. Good old Bud well, Court. Well, but I mean, and, and really it's the one thing that he's known for. I say that because, that but it's the one thing he's known for. And Bud Court sounds like a perfect name for some product somehow. Like some weed, some weed basketball product or something. <laughs> Bud Court. Go on now. Oh, speak, that reminded me. I've been meaning to follow up with you on your green card. Did that guy come through? Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Jeremy's getting a green card? I've had one oh, for months. I know. <laughs> I know a green card. Get your are memory. You, so are you, are you partaking? Um, yeah. Yeah. And? Yeah, I was, I was able to, I was able to, because there was finally stores in the metro area that opened. There are only two. Really? In the yeah, in the I mean, there's a whole bunch in St. Louis, but there's only two in Kansas City, and they're both in Lee's Summit, which is nowhere near uh, me. Yeah, but uh, I was so able to go. Or is it at like medicine or edibles or what? Uh, no, right now, right now they are in such short supply. All you can get is the actual weed. Oh, really? Yeah, so you're you're flower. you're getting lung cancer then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. yeah for for now, um, so. The results? Are you seeing? Uh, so, so the result? The results? Am I seeing? Um, I am. Are you seeing results? You know what? Yeah, I am it's supposed to help your glaucoma. I, I am seeing results. I see so much better now. Uh, no, I. Um, no, it's it's good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good sleepy time. Uh, sleepy time remedy. Uh, uh-huh. You know, it's, you get get sleepy, get relaxed. Um, yeah, it was it was really it was really weird. Like I was gonna God, I was gonna talk about this weeks ago. Um, good. I'm glad we're doing it now. Yeah, we're into it. Uh, Pat not here. God, he was fucking out of the way. Um, so yeah, so, you know, I, I had had the card for a couple of months, place it opened and, um, is it an actual card? Like, uh, yeah, well, limo driver kind of card. Yeah. Mine is an actual plastic card, but what, well, what it is is if you sign up, and if you didn't go through the service or whatever, you can sign up. And then if you get, um, and I mean, and this, this is, this is, I, oh God, this is so ridiculous. Okay. But if you get accepted, they will send you a PDF that you can just print off and you just take it with you. So like, like when I went, there was this old, the, there was this old lady uh, right in front of me and she just had this crumpled up piece of inkjet paper <laughs> And that gets you in, but you know, but what, <laughs> what the, the, the service I went through, they, they downloaded that PDF for me and then they printed it onto a nice plastic credit card. So it's durable and it's nice, there, but it's the exact same thing that was on the PDF. And so, you know, so, so when I went in then it was like, show me your license, please. Instead of pulling out a crumpled piece of paper, I just pulled out this card and they go, okay, yeah, there you go. Wow. So legit. Yeah. It's so so it's it's legit, but apparently it doesn't need to be that legit. <clears throat> so doesn't need to be laminated. No, it does not need to be laminated. It can apparently have coffee stains and God knows what on it, and it's okay. So can can't blah, blah, couldn't you just make a photocopy of someone's in? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to you have to show your driver's license as well. So unless okay, you, you know, unless you want to, you know, change the name, but sooner or later, I'm sure that they're gonna they're gonna catch on to you because it has a ID number, and then when they find out that that number has been used by two different names, somebody's mm-hmm. gonna have to answer some questions. <laughs> Do you tell them you have a Google Doc? Uh, I, you know what I did, I did not because it was, I was so incredibly intimidated and somewhat uh, scared um, of the Google because you felt like you were doing something wrong. Okay. Let me take, <laughs> let's back up. <laughs> okay. Let's go through the story. Cause it's a story. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so, uh, I had the thing, had it for a while. My, my sister-in-law had asked uh, Robin, she's like, did he ever go get anything? And she's like, you know, my sister's been asking if you ever went and got anything. I was like, no, I've never gone and got anything. Like, maybe I should go get something. So just one Saturday, I decided that I was going to drive down to Lee's Summit and go go pick pick up something. I don't, I didn't know what what was going to be there. So I got there about uh, you know one thirty in the afternoon. The line was redonk. Yeah. Wow. I- that, that's I guess because there's not that many locations. Well, because and because that people. because at that point that was the one store in the entire KC metro area that was open. Uh, now there's only two, so I, I I can imagine that the lines are still ridiculous. So yeah, I mean the line was ridiculous. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, you know, look, people watching like nobody's business. Um, yeah, because, because it was a very, very interesting, it was a very interesting mix. So, um, there, there are stories all across the board that, that will touch entertain. And, uh, you know, cause like two people in front of me, I had like the guy with the walker who could barely walk and you could tell that he needed that stuff for pain for, mm-hmm. you know, for real. Right. Um, so there's him and he's breaking my heart. Then the lady right in front of me is a little old black lady who's dressed up to go to church. I mean, like she is she wearing a on hat? point. Oh, yeah. I mean, she yeah. was dressed up with her little crumpled inkjet printer, uh, you know, and and so she's in front of me. Don't know what she's there for, but she's, you know, she's got her thing. Uh, you know, I'm there being me. Um, there, there are a whole lot of like contractor looking guys. Like, you know, polo shirts and backwards Oakley sunglasses. And then there were, and then, and then, you know, a good, and then a good 75 to 80% of the line were people who have been to a lot of fish concerts. Oh, Um, so, 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 you know, I mean, most of the line was exactly what you would expect, but you had your, you had your things. So waited, 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 uh, got to, so, I mean, it got up to Walker guy and they went, we're out. And they're like, oh, and it's, but we'll have another shipment coming in at about three thirty. So you can either wait in line, or you can like they had this whole deal. I'm like, oh god, I didn't really want to make this into a thing. I just wanted right. to pop in, pop out. So it's I text all day event. Yeah, so I so I texted Robin. I'm like, uh, it's going to be at three thirty. She's like, yeah, what else do you have to do? Like, yeah, sure. So I decided to wait. So they they ended up letting us in and sitting inside the the. Um, the lobby so there's a lobby and you can't go into the stuff it's kind of like this antechamber mm-hmm. you have to wait and that's where you give all your paperwork and all that stuff and so i waited in there for probably another good hour or so now tell me jeremy that because i can't imagine this lobby was huge 
No, it's not a big there lobby. There were a lot of people. It's in not there. a big lobby. It's about a you know about a six hundred square foot lobby. But there um, weren't a lot of people in there. There were there weren't a ton. There was like maybe five, six of us, um, comfy. Six feet apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was enough. There was enough room for everybody to be six feet apart. It was comfy. It was nice. There. Um, we watched uh, European Vacation. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. There, there was a there was a uh, kind of like a McDonald's HD TV menu. To where, like, you could see the stuff that you know that you could go back there and get, you know, and uh-huh. it would tell you a little bit about all the things, and then like little facts. Did you know, uh, you know, that this so and so compound is has medicinal qualities for da da da? Or where's the where are the most expensive places to buy weed in the world? Where are the cheapest places? I mean, it was just like weed TV, and it was just going and going and going. And so we, you know, I, I hung there for a long time. Um, so then. The, the new shipment came in. Oh, yes. <clears throat> but I guess I got to back up again because oh, the, be- <laughs> the, the, the owner of the store was out when, when the line was long, he was out up and down and he's like, Hey, how's everybody going? You know, thanks for waiting. It's really great to have you. Know, he, he was a really nice guy, really nice guy, totally professional, uh, you know, had it all together and everything, but he had a gun. He, yeah, he had a he had a nine millimeter strapped to his belt, um, you know, and he's and but real nice giving away freebies like, you know, stickers and mints and and little glass pipes and and all wow. this stuff. You know, he's like, you know, here, thanks for waiting. Here's some free stuff, yeah, whatever. So <clears throat> so I go in shipment comes in. And so he's and so he's got a security guy at the door, um, but then he comes out to go with him to meet the the uh secure the mm. the, the shipment delivery. the yeah the delivery which had showed up in, you know in a big white van <laughs> dude with ballots also dude <laughs> show, dude walks out the door to meet his security guard with body armor on and an AR15 what holy cow yes and uh, his, is there is there open carry? I guess. In? Uh, yeah, apparently so. So, and his son also walks out behind him with a shotgun, and they walk out. They get the they bring the shipment in, which is in this giant you know thing. And then they walk back in and shut the door and all that stuff. About twenty minutes later, the Lee Summit Police Department comes, and they and they just they just walk in, no big deal. Uh, and they talk to the security guy, and they're like, "Hey, did you you know his?" did you guys have a, a shipment or something? And um, they're like, yeah. Oh, by the way, this, this is in the uh, parking lot of a Walmart. It's like in a strip mall. Uh, yes. That's where they yeah. all are. And so, and, and so, and he's like, yeah, he's like, okay, well we, we got a call from somebody at Walmart that there was, that there was somebody walking around the building with body armor and an assault rifle. And he's like, yeah, that was just Bob. He was having a smoke in the back. Wow. And they're like, okay, cool. And then they just left. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and so, like, right there was where I started getting like freaked out, you know, like, like, okay, so I know this is legal, and I know I have a card, and and, but wow, this feels right. really fucking shady, <laughs> you know. There's a guy with a machine gun or like a semi-automatic rifle, but just when he that, went to get the shipment, only when he went to get the shipment, then he went and put it away, and then he came back out. I mean, he still had his nine millimeter, but I mean, the guy's walking around strapped all the time. Well, clearly he's concerned. Well, he's probably been jumped. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, given given the fact given the fact that you only deal in cash, 
and um, you know right. that there was right. like this hundred pound, you know, hundred pounds of weed walking through mm-hmm. his front door. I get it. Didn't make me feel any better. Oh yeah, still unnerving. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that it's cash. I always only forget too. that it's cash only because it's yeah. uh, it's it's illegal nationally. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a bank because banks have to be federally backed, yep. and they will not. Yep. So, you, so they, they have got, to take they, all they, this cash. So they have an ATM in the lobby. You can draw funds out of the ATM, and then you just go in, and you know. Um, Maybe these next four years we we'll get the the whole federal law change. That'd be yeah, crazy. I don't know. I mean, that would probably take it to a whole other le- level of a lot more safety and legit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I mean, you know, and then finally I, you know, went in and they were like, you know, we've got these these two available. We've got this third kind that uh, isn't in our inventory system yet. So if you want it, you're going to have to wait an extra half hour. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm good. Give me what you got. <sighs> so. Wow. Yeah. So, so have I. Have you been I, back? So I, I have not been back. I still have plenty, plenty left. Wow. This is very exciting. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. It, it, I, I, I got a, uh, a container of Kim Scout, which is a strain of between Kim Dog 91 and Girl Scout cookies. Huh. And it's, but it's the smoke, it's the smoking sort. It is the smoking sort, which I don't enjoy. Does it um, taste like cookies? No, it does not. It tastes like nasty cigarettes. Uh. Um, it is. It is. It is not my favorite. Uh, but but you know, I asked them about it, and they're like, "Yeah, and they're just you know, completely out of edibles." Huh? Well, they they have there hasn't been enough production in the state yet to get uh, the ingredients mm. to make them. Because uh. I guess what they have to make deals with people who have to go through a process to make. Yeah, their I growth. mean all yeah all of that has to be licensed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And right now. All of the all of the stock is being sold, and that's why at, at the stores. Yeah, so that's why there's lines because there's because there's not there there aren't enough licensed producers yet, licensed cultivators. Um, you know, because all of all of the licensing took way longer than it was supposed to. So yeah, so there are yeah. still the, so when there's a shortage it, uh, of all of it. it when did it get to, legalized? Um, that the medical a year and a half ago, I want to yeah. say. And it was supposed it was supposed to have everything was supposed to have been ready to go this past spring, but then the pandemic happened. Right. And so I was well, I was wondering if it was like a change of leadership who were no, not cool with it and therefore. No, you know, it's just it was just slowly, all pandemic. He was and, just trying to um, figure it out. There there yeah. were you know, for so everything. It got passed before they had infrastructure to support. Oh yeah, way, yeah. way before Because Ohio, I think, did a farmer like they legalized people growing it for medicinal use and then passed the law to allow for medicinal use mm-hmm. support. Yeah, no, it just it it all it all had to be you know whether you were a grower whether you were a store no matter where you were in the supply chain you had to be you had to be inspected in order to be licensed to be able to do your business and so they just weren't able to go do all these inspections right. you got your yeah got mine and it's working and so is it uh, when do you when do you partake evenings mm, yeah i mean usually um yeah, usually you know about ten o'clock or so. Um, and let's talk about why you why you looked into that. I anxiety. believe it was. That's what I thought. Yes, yes. yes a- anxiety and depression are my two qualifying conditions. Uh, they had me, you know, send a photo of pill bottles with my name on them. That yes, I do take medicine for these uh, 
for these di- diagnosed disorders, diseases, whatever. And they, they're like, okay, yep, there you go. Um, yes, we can do this. So basically, if I like saying that you've been prescribed Xanax and mm-hmm. all that from your doctor, it pretty much gives you license to be able to say you can yes. have. Yeah. Cool. Well, then yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. In, in this state, for sure. So, I would assume that's pretty typical. Like, Yeah. So are you on, you're still on the same meds? Is it just, yeah, I want to know the I'm, results. Yes. No, I'm, so, okay. I'm still on, I'm still on the same meds. Um, I haven't, I haven't really messed around with anything during the daytime. Um, just because the particular type that I got is very calming and I don't want calming. <laughs> Um, so I, I need to, I, I have, you know, done some research because I mean, it's been God, almost 30 years since I've done anything, you know, mm-hmm. anything like this. Well, not 30, but 20, at least 20 for sure. 20, uh, you know, so I, and, and, and I didn't know jack shit about it back then either. It was just, you know, bumming off whatever, whatever some, presided, yeah, yeah right. bumming off whatever some friend had. So, so, you know, I've done research and I've learned about the different types and different things. And so, and so I know that there's like a daytime and, the, you know, and, and I definitely would want to do something edible so that way I could like, you know, microdose basically. Right. Um, right. Yeah. That's what I would, I like, I don't want to smoke anything. Cause no, I know that's not no, great I, for me. No, I'm not enjoying that. That is, that is not great. Um, Can you be put on a waiting list or is that really, it's all just first come first serve. What do you mean? Like you couldn't to get the like put an order in and then, then provide it to you. Oh, for like, for like edibles and stuff. Yeah. I, I have no idea. I bet you can place an order. It's be a pain in the ass. I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't know that the guy with the AR-15 really wants to deal with paperwork. <laughs> That's fair. Do they have a website? Because I know the no, ones here have websites. No. Uh, well, the one that I went to does not, but the one that just the second one that opened up down there within the last week or two does have a website. Because I'm wondering if there's some way, even if it's maybe further away, that you could like. But they wouldn't take your credit card, so I don't know that they would trust you to hold it. Yeah. I, right. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Because they can't take selling weed is hard. They need to get a Google Doc. Yes, they do. They ah, need a Google man. Doc. They need a Google Speaking Doc of, with information about what they've got. So I started taking CBD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been helping me sleep great. Because that's what I replaced the melatonin with. Was like I was just you know ask what about that, yeah. yeah. So I have some gummies. So they're all they're like I could buy that online. I don't have to go through a doctor or anything. And I've been sleeping. It's only been four days, but I've been sleeping pretty. Let's talk Fast about that. What is it? A pill? A drink? It's is a gummy. Oh yeah. So it's a, a cannabinoid. Uh, CBD is just a cannabinoid, which takes cannabis yeah, or hemp and just everything takes out that the THC. just has the THC out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which well, then, is all I want. I don't want. Do you think the, it's a placebo then effect? No, no it works. No. I I I did it for quite a while. Yeah, I looked it up and I looked it up and I spent a lot of time looking. I'm like, this is bullshit. Like vitamins, right? And they're like, right. no, it's not as studied as other things, but it's. If yeah, it does work. It can help with pain, anxiety, and sleep. And I wanted it for sleep, and I have slept peacefully rather than sleeping and then waking up panicked and then maybe getting back to sleep. And then pooping blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, that's just the benefit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a bonus. No, it's been it's been huh. nice. It tastes funky though. I'll say that. That's it. Can you it buy tastes, it like on it Amazon? Tastes yeah, you can. Uh, oh, yeah. Amazon has some, but I went through. Uh, just one that I heard on the podcast because they had, you know, use this and get some 25% off. So, right. I think it was Pod Save America over there. One Pod one. Save America or Pod? <laughs> pod. Pod. See, that's, that's good. I like you that. like that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. 
It, it, it's seemingly they have you can do the tinctures, which the stupidest mm-hmm. word. I hate that word. I don't it know is. why. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> tinctures. Tink, tink, tinctures. Uh, you can do the like the oil drops, which I'm like, I don't know what to put that in. Do I just drop it in my mouth and like oh, right. gummies? So yeah, well, Look, this is a weed episode. How do we? It is. Now we can go. Now we can go existential. Yeah. More word talking. I don't even. I realize I don't really even have a direct question. I don't think. <laughs> I what if like C A T spelled dog? <laughs> I just like to get. Uh, I like to get your guys' perspective on things. Um, and I wanted to make sure I was using the right words, so I looked up mm. the word existential. Mm-hmm. And then that really got me thinking, what do you think about that? The about actual definition of it. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever looked at the de- definition. It's basically that, like, do whatever the fuck you want because nothing matters. Well, that's yeah, that's what I texted. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Yep, nothing matters. I mean, that, that borders on... Uh, Nihilism or nihilism. That's what I kind of thought. But then everyone that writes about it is all like hippie, I feel like, about it. Because, I mean, if you want to be well, a pure it's nihilist. Well, a good to, word to go, oh, existential, man. Right. talk about existential dread all the time. I hear that. Or existential angst, which is you're upset or you're angry because life seems meaningless. Right. Which, right. which can, like, again, I think everyone goes through it. that to some degree if they're thinking about life at all. Or if they're looking for justice and there isn't really any to be had, you can go through existential dread pretty quickly or angst. Well, I mean, given that you know, given that it is just the the study of one's own existence, it's easy. Yeah, easy to get that, especially in a pandemic. Uh huh. Yeah. But so, but yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting for it. your question. Joy. I know. I know. The thing is, like I said, I don't really have. I don't know how to put it into words. Um. Because yeah, it does when you read. The definition at first, it seemed very violent and very selfish. Like, fuck you. It's I'm every man for themselves. But it's really more just like not worrying. Yes. And In not an interesting way. Yes. Necessarily putting effort into making anything better because it doesn't fucking matter. You're not trying to put ever changing rules on describing why things don't always turn out the way you want. Exactly. There's no explanation for why something was good or bad. It's just it just is. So what do you think about that? I mean, do you I think, think you that's could where live I, that be- way? I I live that way. Do you do? I, I, didn't, I, feel like you, I, I didn't used to. There wouldn't be enough emotion in that for me. I think you it would feel be that way. Out. Well, that's where humanism comes in, which you accept things as they are, but you still work hard to make life better for everyone else. I don't so think you're that not was you're not ex- you're, you're accepting you're accepting that life outside of your control is outside of your control, but the things that you can't right. control, you do as much as but you I can. You help others. You make sure that you fight for justice and all that. It doesn't mean... I don't think that's part of the actual definition of existentialism. No, but existential, it does not have an action. It's just a term. It's just to say, this is the embodiment of like life. It doesn't tell you what to do. It just tells you that this is the way it is. Nihilism is where it goes to the point of nothing matters and actively don't do anything. Basically, you should just kill yourself, honestly, if you're a pure nihilist. But yeah, right. Like right. existentialism is just explaining that life is complex and there's so many things at work that trying to explain it and trying to fight against it does not always work and does not always helpful. But isn't I don't it think they'd ever like, say, so don't try. I think some people say that, but I also think they're assholes. So. But isn't part of it also don't think about it? 
Like, don't think about how this is something that you can't control. I think it would be don't preoccupy yourself with it. Okay. See, I'm I'm taking it very extreme, aren't I? Yeah. I mean, you're going to think about it. That's what... That's how you I mean, if there. you're a thinking person, you'll think about it. But you have to think about it in terms of... I mean, you can make it even smaller, like... When you hear the news about things, what news affects you directly and what doesn't? What news can you do something about and what can't you? Like, there are things in the news that are big, but there are small things you can do to help. There is news that is small that you can't do anything about and helps you in no way, in shape, or form at all. And like, a kid getting kidnapped by his in-laws, that doesn't do anything for you and there's nothing you can do about it. And that creates anxiety that is undue and unneeded and unhelpful. Like, that kind of stuff, right? But... And, uh, you know, a black man getting shot by the police. Well, there are things you can do. You can't do anything to stop that from happening, but you can then do things. You can vote. You can become active. You can, you know, volunteer. You can do things that then help draw attention to that and help maybe put in policies and whatnot. So, you, you know, what, does like that make any sense? Yes, but now it's just a lot of work. I wasn't going to go that far. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You were like, you want to have extensive, you, you want to be a nihilist. A nihilist wouldn't do anything about no, it. No, like, I don't want to be. I but don't that's what to, a nihilist would be. He'd be like, "Why doing all? Why would you do all this? You're just going to die, saying, and it's not going to make a difference." Right, but that's not existential either. It's not the thinking that like nothing makes a difference. It's just it's the just, like it's just the it just of is. Well, no, it's it's it it's is. the it's it's it is the antithesis of it because it truly is existence is futile. Yes. So. So don't spend your time thinking. Right. About it. I mean, yeah. Don't 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 worry about it. Don't care because there's no point. Yeah, it's not hedonism, which no. is a different kind of not right. caring. No, that's yeah. not caring about no, others. Exi- no, existence yourself. is great, but your your just existence you. is here. Yeah, it's just for you. Everybody's so then, got their own. Okay, so I never know when I'm going to go so far. If Pat were on here, I would know when I've gone too far because <laughs> he would just start ripping me a new one. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> but oh, what was it? Then I was reading. Oh, I didn't write it down, but it was some something that really made me think. And I'm like de- sober and everything, not even doing the weed. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that uh, – and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about last time about why do we tell people like right. money buys happy, you know, money can't buy happiness. Right. But the idea that every day it's like you got to live every day to the fullest and – start anew and be the best person you can be and you can start over any time and yet every single second of every day you are marching towards your death but it's like but you could start over you could do it again right well but you can to a certain degree only so many times yeah i guess <laughs> i feel like it's actually really hard to just like start over unless you're in the witness protection program. well it is but it's not impossible. well yeah you're gonna i mean that's going more toward hedonism. Like to do it, you have to stop caring about a lot of other people that you might affect. But That's again, true. yeah, or or you have to do it in a long. Like you said, yeah, there's only so many times you could do it. If you do it thoughtfully, it takes a long time. You have to, yeah, but you can't make do sure you don't properly. burn every bridge in your life and alienate everyone you know. And it's a catch twenty two because existentialism is so thoughtful, but you're not supposed to think. I don't know that they say not to out. think. Yeah, I don't, all, I anyone don't who that. thinks about it is a thinker. True. I think they're supposed to say don't think about the meaning of life. I, I think that's really like don't try to define life. Like a scientist is probably a good example of someone who's probably ex- existential. They're just explaining why, like how things but are happening, like not why things are happening. It's more philosophical than that. It's not. It, they try to make it that way. Thing. Sure. 
But they well, think they're basing it on a more scientific, like philosophy can be who's scientific. They? they, anyone who's an existentialist. Yes, the. Well, I'm thinking of like the Camus of the world. Camus was more a nihilist. Yeah, no, than you're, you you need to think. But. I mean, Martin Heidegger, Sartre. Um, Heidegger's controversial because he's a Nazi. Mm, but. Uh, oh God, who's who's the big who's the biggest? Kierkegaard. Kierkegaard. There, thank you. Yes, Nietzsche. But they put Camus right up there with all those guys. They do. He jumped around a lot, though. I love Like, him. I read The Stranger, and that was supposed to be about nihilism in college. It's like 92 pages. It's a quick read, but it's the okay. Cure song, Killing an Arab. That's, yep. that's all about The Stranger. Uh, and uh, what's the book that's it's supposed to be about existentialism? Um, Brave New World, right? Florida? Is it? Huh. Um, <laughs> that, that was, was like 1984. Our, no, I, Brave New World. Uh, well, uh, what's that? Or is it The Plague? Which one is the it? The Plague is the Camus book. Brave yeah, New World so is Camus. Yeah, isn't Brave New World Camus? I, I thought that was Huxley. You're uh, right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. No, bra- no. I, I mean, the first thing that came up was was Brave New World existential. Oh, The Stranger's so. Camus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah The Stranger's I'm Camus. All, the Plague is Camus. Turned around. I'm all turned around. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, uh, I don't think anyone can be an. I think I don't think there's anyone out there who called. I am an existentialist, like they would say that they're a, a nihilist. I don't think you know. Mm-hmm. I think people have existential moments, but I don't think they're necessarily an ex- existentialist. There might be, but not not, not so much. Where do you guys fall in that? Do you think you should worry about stuff? Should I worry about stuff? That's yeah. a that is a way don't sh- different. Don't question. shoot on me. <laughs> Then, yeah. Uh, do I think it's productive and helpful to worry about things? No, not at all. Does that stop you? Right. No, not at all. Not at all. Thus, the CBD <laughs> and, uh, and probably needing to be on miracle marijuana. Um, there's difference between being thoughtful and being worried, but they can yes. quickly jump. They can quickly go from thoughtful to worried. Just because you start thinking about something, you start being preoccupied with something, which starts turning into worrying about something. Or paranoia, which I've gotten really good at. (laughs) I've gotten real good at that in this um, COVID. I mean, the only way to change yourself is to think about things. And the only way to think about things is to consider them. And sometimes that can turn into worry. Worrying that you're not doing the right thing, worrying that you're not helping enough or doing enough or, you know... But I think there's degrees of worry too. Like, how much worry? I mean, if you're like consumed, just like someone who's obsessed with something, I don't know, I don't know that there's much difference. But if it's just a like a couple seconds of worrying, like ah, I should probably pick that up, or ah, I should put say I'm sorry, like that's a momentary worry, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Is that even a worry? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, how long should worry last to make it worry? <laughs> Yeah, that defines the worry. Hmm. Now, now, we're I getting, mean, now we're getting into the weeds. <laughs> yeah, but now we're really going somewhere. Um, now that's really the the other piece of this. Would we'll have to go into next week because I'm going to have to go pretty soon. But um, <laughs> my therapist started psychoanalyzing me. Finally. Oh, oh, your your therapist is crazy. No, that was one of my questions. Oh, they was, were, they you weren't about psycho, psycho and then analyzing you. Gotcha. Psycho. Am I saying it wrong? No. I just like okay. You're psycho analyzing. <laughs> analyzing, you. right. Um, but that is... Is he a Freudian or she? It's a woman and no. I don't know. No, there's nothing about sex. 
No, she just, I've been seeing her off and on since like 2006. Oh, wow. And I've started seeing her weekly again. So I've been going through some stuff and she just kind of started getting into that. And I'm like, oh, I mean, once you really kind of start to peel it back, you're like, oh my God, you're right. Maybe she's going through it and she just, well, wants you know, to I, go I, I think, <laughs> and again, we can certainly dive into this next time because I think we should. Uh, but yeah, I, I would, I would just say, and the, and I'll give you this to think about for, for the week is that no matter what therapy mode you use, and there are many, mm-hmm. you have to do a little bit of psychoanalysis just to lay a foundation. So well, that's why I thought it was interesting that it's this point that she's really kind of getting into it when I've been seeing her for 14 years. Well, obviously, you're like, obviously, <laughs> obviously something new has presented itself where she's like, hmm, let's, uh, let's, you know what I think it re- is? Let's relevel the bed. I think it's, it's been 14 years and you still can't get this fucking under control. Let's look back at how you were. Maybe raised. she forgot what your problem was in the first place. <laughs> well, that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs>